0: Okay, Holden, so mm-hmm. hear me out on
1: this one. Okay. Femboy Bebop. No, you're right. I, <laughs> did, I didn't like that one. I <laughs> said it and I didn't like it. It's, you, were, you were right. You've solved it. You've cracked another case, Holmes. You've done it.
0: Okay. I'm just saying. What if. What if. Jet Black wore a skirt?
1: I'm just saying. <laughs> this is these are different things from what you've said to me i just i feel like jet mm-hmm. black would wear could w- pull it off mm-hmm. in a in a like a dress uniform sort of way yeah. in a kilt-esque mm-hmm. you know sort of way he's got like, the legs for it he's got the thighs for it for sure yeah
0: you you know those uh like star trek dress uniforms Yeah, that they they somehow,
1: for some reason, abandoned, even though they were pretty good. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he could could pull that one the hell off. The the main thing that was wrong with the Star Trek dress uniforms, and listener, yes, I know what you're thinking. Is he talking about (laughs) Star Trek again on this anime podcast? (laughs) And and you'd be right. Yes, I am. It's one of my touchstones on everything I talk about. Uh, In The Next Generation... Uh, the costume designers decided that in a post-gender politics future, that dress uniforms would just be skirts because they look fancier. And they were right. But the problem was that you can't have the skirts and also not cover the legs on, like, a military uniform. So, everybody's walking around. Nobody wants to see Picard's bare legs. Not me, certainly. <laughs> Uh, so what they needed to do was all wear tights underneath, Mm. and they didn't do that, and that was their, that was their mistake, and for some reason they retired this look even though I have the solution. We have the technology to solve this problem in 2022. We do. We really do. Jet could pull that off. Jet could pull that off. Easily. Now, Spike. (laughs) Absolutely not. He could
0: never. (laughs) Spike, Spike, here's what I'm thinking. I think Spike would look good in a slinky dress. He's thin- He's, he's lanky. I I need to okay, but, see... Okay,
1: but Faye Valentine has the thin person in a dress angle covered. Mm. And in a different way, because she's not pointy. Spike is Spike all right is, angles. Spike is pointy. He's pointy. He's all right angles. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is all food for thought. This is a hypothetical <laughs> situation. Yeah. Anyway, Cowboy Bebop is... A re- really, a misnomer at this point. We've had maybe two cowboy episodes, and the rest have all been detective fiction and noir. So <laughs> I don't understand where the show gets off saying cowboy to me at all. We've—it's been westerny, you know. I absolutely disagree. I can't think of—I can't think of one other western episode except for like two of them where we see Native Americans. Um. yeah no all listen all of the ones that we've talked about are all noir flavored all of the big ones that we've talked about are noir Mm -hmm. flavored like the the kid one yeah uh, the uh, the one where spike visits like an old flame that's heavy noir soundtrack all the way up um the one where they go to that ice planet uh, yeah it's all it's noir all the way down it's not cowboy we've left that behind I think I think they
0: maybe when they were coming up with the show they thought they were gonna do more cowboy, but they just
1: were like, "What about noir and French new wave, though?" And they were right; they found it. Yeah, even though famously on this podcast we are anti-French. <laughs> Famously anti-French. Famously, everybody's saying this. They're like, "Don't listen to this one if you if you like France or are French." But before
0: before we get too deep into hating on the French, uh, we should <laughs> we should introduce ourselves in this podcast. Hello, uh, welcome to a study in Sakuga podcast where two friends discover and uh, in- investigate the mysteries of anime together. Uh, I am the anime Sherlock, Lexi, and I am your anime Watson, Holden. Uh, We're talking about Cowboy Bebop. We got two doozy of an episodes today. Two two doozies.
1: Episodes, or excuse me, sessions 20 and 21 respectively. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, how to to start. How? uh, Mm. How how to start on easily the best episode of uh, the whole show. That we've yeah, seen so this far. Is, and we've had some good ones. This is a real good episode, but boys, there are a lot going on in it. There's so much happening in this episode for for really being an episode where there's actually not a ton of dialogue happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all visual. It's all uh like special. I don't want to say special effects that implies like some, but like artistically artistically framed and things like that. It's uh. Something.
0: Oh, it's finally, it finally for, clicked for me what this whole, what this episode, Pierre Le Fou, uh makes me think of and why I find it so unsettling. Is it it's, Batman the Animated Series? It's a, it's the it is a little bit Batman, Batman the Animated Series, but only because Batman the Animated Series takes a lot of inspiration from German Impressionism. Okay. It's okay. using a lot of German impressionism to convey
1: just a real vibe, real just, vibe. It's you came at it from a film language and I mm, came at it from a guy who's watched a lot of cartoons. I mm, we landed on the same thing except yes. I, my touchstone was Batman. Mhm. Um this episode is opens in it be Oh boy, uh, bizarre, very strange, but a, a cool sequence, a very cool sequence. Yeah, a bizarre, dark city that
0: has like an ugly, horrible light over it,
1: uh, it and is it's almost like it's futuristic, but it's definitely like twentieth century esque. This is why mm. I was like, you know, it looks like Batman the animated mm. series because you know the lighting is so uh the contrast of the light is so much there's like the the cars even look you know like that that weird rounded look that the yeah. automobile has like all the cars look like that it's a, it's very like uh like
0: neo futurist yeah um like stuff going on in this episode as well
1: and like, this The As as we're flying over the city here, it's really from the perspective of this man who is flying. Who can fly. Who who has a large top hat, uh, like Professor Layton. Imagine Professor Layton, but a lot scarier.
0: Um, yeah. Don't like the vibes on this guy at all. He's got bad vibes.
1: So the episode this is sort of a like a cold open in that we we follow this guy there's a lot of cool sequencing that's going on mm-hmm. uh, lots he... of um
0: they do a very good job of like n- like hiding him in the frame like n- n- very few direct shots of him keeping him
1: in shadows keeping him in silhouettes right the, they do a lot with the lighting here in a in a really big way that emphasizes how scary he is, and I mm-hmm. I, I think that's like really brilliant sequencing. Uh, he lands next to a gangster getting mm. into a car uh, with thugs, and this is where we get the first look at his face, and it, it's terrible, it's horrible, <laughs> it's all teeth and eyes, Ugh. all
0: teeth and eyes. He's got, like, a, like, he has this big, dumb, like, fancy Frenchman collar. I don't
1: know what you call this collar. It's, like, like old, tiny dress. It's, uh, he's, like, in a round, bouncy suit. Mm -hmm. And you don't think about the words evil and bouncy often in a sentence together, but this is, this is one of
0: those times. You're going to think about it quite a bit this episode because there's a lot of evil bouncing going on there this episode. There is a episode. lot of
1: evil bouncing in this episode. The, before, <laughs> and the he lands, he tilts up to the camera right before we cut to the uh, the title card and he says, "I've I've traveled all this way to kill you." Hmm? And then boom, title card. This oh, good stuff. They know exactly when to cut that shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, we come back uh, to Spike, who is in,
1: who's playing Billiards. He's doing really well at Billiards, actually. Yeah. Uh, there is no reason for this scene to be in the episode. Other than that, the animators are having a fucking blast this whole episode. They are having so much fun the whole time, Lexi. Mm-hmm. They're, they are... Having so much fun with... uh The lingering shots are, like, just, like, the mechanics of, like, a pool table, or how, like, Spike is standing under a neon sign. It's all about the, light this episode, and all about, like, framing.
0: Yeah, the, the guy Spike is playing a pool with, just, like, you don't even see his face, um... I have this guy is interests me in a way that you can only get interest out of a person you see for not even a minute of screen time
1: because less than two seconds of screen time
0: yeah he's he he's wearing that like flat cap and <laughs> like uh, I thought that was his hair no he's wearing a flat cap and like a button down shirt he's he looks like. No one else dresses like this except my dad. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say except no my one dad, <laughs> dad in the nine, my dad in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> this is very much like oh, this is what a guy who plays pool dresses like. So yeah. it's it's fun that Spike beats him when this is what you would expect, like a pool shark
1: to look like. Oh yeah, he's got his Dockers on, his wallet sticking out the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is classic dad dad look in the 90s.
2: <laughs> if you
1: had a dad that was cool in the 90s, mine wasn't, but he did play pool, so that's kind of like the same thing. Also, he, uh, I like that
0: this billiards hall is called Academy de Billiards C'est La Vie,
1: which... It's pretty good. It's yeah. We're really, really leaning into the French thing this time. Mm-hmm. This one's a French episode. Uh... Spike's having, like, a very calm evening, and then we cut back to th- this horrible round clown killing everybody Just at this. <laughs> With He's got a cane gun, which is cool, but this is a brutal scene. Like, this is might be the most violent mm. Cowboy Bebop gets.
0: This is... Uh, they were like, hey, what if we made the penguin?"
1: The scariest ba- the Batman scariest <laughs> villain. <laughs> Batman villain. What if the Penguin was also the Joker, uh, and he was terrifying? This, it's, 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 re- like, this one did not get shown on Toonami, right? Or, like, they heavily edited this one. I think, they, I think they showed this on Toonami. <laughs> fucking, there's. <laughs> No reason they wait till like nine o'clock to start. Mm-hmm. Game, right? this, yeah. was, this was a brutal. Again, the animators are having a ton of fun killing these people here. Yeah, just the like the blood. way that they move the blood. <laughs> Ugh. There's like the... a really cool detail where a guy hides behind the door of his car, and the uh, the clown guy like concentrates his fire so that it pierces through the door, uh, and uh, and kills him. And it's like Jesus Christ, that's it's so rough uh, it's rough it's, it's rough it's rough
0: uh I also love the shot where uh the bullets like m- make this like punch their way through a window like successively it's ugh. but this is only a few seconds of this episode and then spike shows up at this crime
1: scene this poor guy just like walks up with a cigarette into like a bloody murder scene and uh he is correctly terrified of this horrible french clown man Mm Hmm. it is he's like instantly in a gunfight in a way that he didn't expect Uh, yeah it's really good to see him on his toes spike is like never shocked that things are happening to him
0: Mm mm-hmm I I love this, like, opening shot of uh uh Pierrot shooting at Spike. It's so manic and weird and upsetting the, to look at. The
1: way that he fights, there's a lot of, like, they get... This whole sequence is really, really good choreography. Uh, mm-hmm. But the way that Pierrot fights, he's, like, bouncing around. He's spinning. He's, you know, deflecting uh he he is he's he's almost like he's like anticipating all of these moves and just like redirecting them or he's like so he just outmatches spike in this way that is is uh scary because we know how good of a fighter spike is mm-hmm and, and it's like juxtaposed because this guy is not scary looking except for his face.
0: Yeah. Um uh, Spike gets in this gunfight with him for a few moments and then like Spike is able to get a few shots at him uh that like they don't actually hit him though. He has a weird force field around him. Yeah, he's got a strange force field.
1: Mm-hmm. This fight
0: is super cool. Uh uh the way you... so pure so Piero can, like, float around, and the way he moves when he is in the air is, like, uh, it's so bizarre. He doesn't move his legs or arms. He just, like, rotates on an axis, mm-hmm. which is really He rotates and, like, swivels around and, like, moves almost like like a game, uh, game board piece. Like, it's
1: very unnerving to look at. It is, it is, especially since Spike is not animated this way, he is, mm-hmm. like, throwing punches, he's, like, ducking, he's slipping, and, like, the, the complete difference between them fighting is really interesting to watch here.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: much so that, that Pero gets, uh, like, gets Spike on the ground, gun to his face, and, like, is about to kill him, uh, when he is startled by a cat. Uh, which gives Spike just enough time to pull the old, uh, exploding barrel trick. Yeah. Uh, Spike's played Donkey Kong. Spike has, you know, played any (laughs) video game.
0: Ah, Um, I see there's a few red barrels over here. I can use that to my advantage.
1: These obviously explode. The game designers wanted me to roll this at the enemy. Okay, I see how this fight is supposed to pan out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um. I figured out his attack pattern, and I can use this to get away. Which he does, but not not like the explosion is huge this is what i'm saying when the animators having fun here they animate Spike getting blown out of an alley in such a cool way mm-hmm. the way the the fire like arcs around the alley and like expands out is yeah. incredibly good such a good it's such a good detail this of course does nothing to, yes to the mad fuero <laughs> he's back with bigger guns this time. In fact, under his big round coat is just more guns.
0: Uh yeah, he after the explosion, he threw a knife that catches Spike right in the arm and reveals that he has like a whole arsenal in his big round coat.
1: Ugh. Uh he Spike, pulls Spike, out Spike, Spike runs a, for it. Yeah, he runs for it, and then pulls out a rocket. Uh Grenade launcher? Something. Something that follows Spike. It, like, the missile follows him around a corner. Mm-hmm. And then it
0: blows up. Uh, Spike just barely dodging it and jumping into the uh, the river.
1: It is... Uh, <laughs> what a start to this episode. Mm-hmm. Jet, of course, in the next scene, is trying to figure out who almost killed Spike. Yes. It is uh, not good. He's talking to another cop buddy. It's not the other one, right?
0: Yeah. This is a cop buddy we haven't seen before. I went and checked.
1: They all got mustaches. It's really hard for me to
0: tell. Yeah. Them. Um, But this guy says, Hey, the shit Spike has gotten himself into is real shit. Uh, it's bad. You should probably just
1: leave. You know it's bad ties. When, when your cop buddy doesn't want to tell you exactly what this guy's name is, even.
0: Mm-hmm. Cut ties with whoever this guy is
1: after. He's gonna... He's dead. He's already <laughs> dead. Spike's like, yeah, that's most of my days. That's literally most <laughs> of the time.
0: Um. He uh finds out that the guy is after um... The Mad um, Perot. Yeah, this is the Mad Perot. Um, probably going to say that wrong so many times I, I because listen. I don't.
1: Again, I don't care we don't care about the French or how to say French words, <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're just going to say it wrong.
0: Um, Faye comes to taunt Spike. Uh, says, wow,
1: you sure got fucked up. He's again. Just like, he's just like wrapped in bandages like a mummy on the couch, and he's like feebly reaching for this orange, which Faye eats like like an insane person. Like, 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 the the psychic damage it did to me watching her eat this orange is like somebody who took a Kit Kat and just took a big old bite out of all of the like, combined pieces. She peels it and then just bites, like, takes a bite. She doesn't peel the slices off. She just eats, like, takes a bite like it's an apple. <laughs> Why would you do this? Uh, yep. She should be tried for her crimes and hung by the neck <laughs> until dead. Just wild stuff to This is Bay. the worst thing she could possibly have done to Spike... Eating his orange in a deranged way. In a way that a (laughs) lunatic eats an orange. And then just
0: uh, basically coming here to say, hey, uh, stop getting into trouble.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's like, well, I'm sorry you're so fucked up, but it kind of was your fault. It seems like you do this all the time. She probably should stop that. And then leaves. (laughs) Puts the fucking orange peel on his head and leaves. Yeah, Spike's like... Inches from death. His mouth is covered. He can't even talk back.
0: Uh, she does also say something like, Why do you keep doing this? Do you expect us to come
1: save you all the time? No, Faye! That's (laughs) you! That's you! you. That's what you do! Spike literally (gasps) stumbled into this one. That one was (gasps) an accident. Uh, Fucking unbelievable.
0: uh, Unacceptable
1: behavior from Faye Valentine this episode.
0: Uh, back with Jet, uh, yeah, Pyrrho, uh, is bad business, uh, the, the people he keeps killing are, uh, the directors of the police force. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you people know. who
1: should probably be, uh, really hard to kill. As he's sort of narrating what this guy does in his whole deal, there's, uh, like, there's another sequence, uh, where he kills, like, a, a guy in a group of thugs. Uh, mm-hmm. and you don't see the fight so much, but you do see this guy, like, <laughs> murdered in a, in a chain-link fence in, like, a pretty graphic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get the
0: title card, which is on what looks like the, uh, Silent Hill,
1: uh, title screen. <laughs> they, uh, they knew what this episode was. They, yeah. This was not a mistake. Yeah. Uh, They're like, we're doing a horror epi- this, episode this time. This a time. horror episode, and you can tell because we used the spookiest title card we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on the Bebop, uh, the, they get an Evite to a party mm-hmm. Um, that, I think it's just for Spike, but uh, Faye tries to hoard that invitation all to herself from Ed.
0: Um, Yeah, Ed brings it to uh, Faye. ed has also decided that their thing for this episode is speaking in double
1: um yeah it's also this is also very fun because there's a fun bit here where ed is dancing with the the computer on their head and Faye's mm. like stand still would you and grabs ed's head so that it's in place but Ed's body is still, like, wiggling and dancing underneath. It's just that the computer is stable now, which I thought this was is a, a <laughs> very fun detail. This is a hyperactive teenager to me. This is a hyperactive teenager. Somebody got to get this, this teenager in a sport or something. hmm Hacking is no longer enough. It's not enough. It doesn't occupy enough brain space. <laughs> much much like Ayn, you need to walk Ed, okay? Like, get, <laughs> Ed's got to get outside and burn some energy up.
0: Yeah, um, Faye is like, oh, this actually looks really bad. This is obviously a trap th- from uh, from whoever like almost killed Spike. So I should probably just keep this from him, so he doesn't go and get himself killed. And Spike enters the scene. What about coming
1: going to get myself killed? What, uh, excuse <laughs> me. I'm sorry. I heard. I heard get your get Spike killed from across the <laughs> ship, and I just I had to see what was going on over here. <laughs> uh so ed ed tells spike about the uh about the invite and uh spike says in front of everybody on the bebop except jet i wonder if this one's uh i wonder if this one's the one that's gonna kill me i hope maybe it'll be this time maybe this is the one i don't come back from maybe i'll go (laughs) i'll just go into that sweet good night and everybody's like, uh, Spike, you okay, bro? You doing okay? You fine? And he's like, oh, sorry. Haha, ha, just JK. Just kidding uh, about is, the sweet release of death.
0: Faye is like, hey, what? And Spike's like, uh, just a
1: joking. <laughs> just, just Josh. You know how we all like to Josh about how we, we long for death, but but also, uh, and also want a, a grand finale to life? And we're like, no, we, we don't feel that way, Spike. Uh, well, that's just another joke then. haha. <laughs> um, Spike is like, okay,
0: anyway, I'm going to, uh, go to this invite.
1: Anyway, that seem- <laughs> seems like a good time. I'm going to go to this party. Um, don't worry about me. Don't worry about me.
0: Um, this invite is to a party at Spaceland, which is an
1: amusement park. I'm just doubling down on the Batman stuff this episode. I don't think it's an abandoned amusement park, but it definitely is an amusement park where they're going to have their climactic battle and that's Batman.
0: That's To me. Uh that's that's fucking uh what's the movie? It's uh Mask of the Phantasm. Mask of the Phantasm. You
1: can't have a Batman fight without, you know, mm-hmm. an abandoned amusement park to have it. in. Yeah. All I can't the- wait to I
0: can't wait to see uh what the Zodiac Riddler uh amusement park looks like in the batman yeah i'm
1: very excited about that one where the batman (laughs) fights the zodiac killer (coughs) i'm sorry Uh, i mean the riddler (laughs) uh yeah this is uh disneyland right yeah this is disneyland this is disneyland they are dunking on disneyland in a big way here they kill Mm -hmm. goofy at one they... point you remember in <laughs> kingdom hearts where goofy gets killed it's, it's like that but spike kills him in this one
0: yeah um
1: uh
0: so spike is like wandering around this empty amusement park he's and
1: still pretty fucked up too he's in like a lot yeah. of pain actually
0: he's got bandages all over he's like limping around uh and uh pyro shows up and all of the lights turn on another you know, classic how... Batman move.
1: yeah real
0: real batman stuff if you're you're
1: gonna try to kill your uh antagonist in an amusement park you have to ominously turn all the rides on
0: yes they need to just all turn on and be active as this fight happens even though no one's in even though no one's one's operating it's
1: very spooky when they do that because it's like is it a ghost (laughs) no
0: no it's just that this is a very high-tech um Mm amusement park like as spike finds out how high tech it is because uh he ducks into like the inner workings of a ride and a hologram shows up to say hey you're not supposed to be here hey let's go back outside let's, let's go
1: back outside let's play outside this isn't safe uh, this is a, a fun bit, right?
0: I I love a hologram uh, appearing before Spike and Jeff repeatedly saying, This isn't
1: safe. This, this is, isn't this, safe. This isn't safe. This is dangerous. <laughs> Don't be in here. And Spike's like, shut up. That's the whole reason okay. I'm here. You sound like Jet. Jeez. This is another... There's this... I keep saying this, but there's the sequence here with these, like, penguin sleds that are coming down. it's so good. (laughs) It's so well animated. You can really get a sense of, like, the momentum that these things and, like, Spike is, like, trying to get out of the way and, like, slipping on the ice as he's dodging. And Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it's like he's in a Looney Tunes episode uh, that he is... He is not he, uh, he is not playing by the physics of a Looney Tunes episode. The Mad Poro yeah. is playing by the the physics of a Looney Tunes episode, and Spike is trying actively not to be killed by the Looney Tunes episode.
0: Yeah. Yes. This this is a uh, real Roger Rabbit rules where he's just a normal guy, and uh, a a cartoon is doing stuff at him. Is
1: doing stuff it's, at him, but like a creepy cartoon. Hmm. A lot of layers like the, here that I appreciate
0: like the creepy cartoon from the end of Roger
1: Rabbit. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucked up cartoon. Forgot about that guy. Yeah. Um back on the Bebop Sp- or Jet, excuse me, is in route to go save Spike again. Mhm. And is telling Ed to get in to the files around the Mad Poirot and sort of get info on him.
0: Yes um ed uh is only kind of taking this job seriously is interested by the challenge not really much else as serious as ed can ever be about anything mm-hmm. Uh um <laughs> we cut back to spike who is hiding behind a pillar that has
1: a donald, donald duck, duck close side uh, there's a couple <laughs> of scenes here uh and then <laughs> there's a couple of like shots fired um spike kills goofy Spike brutally murders a Goofy animatronic. And it's like the the like a full decade, two decades? Bef- nah, two decades is too much. But you get it. A full 12 years before Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, the animators on Cowboy Bebop was like, you know what's fucked up, actually? Animatronics. Animatronics. <laughs> it's real bad. I would hate to have to fight one. I would hate to have to fight one. And what if you shot Goofy and it was fucked up inside? <laughs> what if you sh- <laughs> these animators really ask the question? What if you shot Goofy and it was pretty traumatizing and it was fucked mm-hmm. up? They don't um, they don't let you get away. They like this animatronic doesn't collapse. It has like death throws. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Um, uh, Spike
0: Ed has uh, successfully
1: hacked this file. By the way,
0: yes, yes, Ed successfully hacks the file as. Uh Spike is like chased onto a roller coaster. <laughs> Classic, Batman. You Classic Batman. Classic Batman. If you're gonna have
1: a fight in an amusement park with a roller coaster, you gotta have a fight on that roller coaster. Mm-hmm. We
0: see lots of interesting, like, little disconnected shots. Like, the action here is not connected in a lot of ways. We see like only bits of this fight on the roller coaster. Because, like, Spike gets on the roller coaster, but uh Puro is already on a different car that passes by and, like, uses a whip to, like, try to drag him. Then we cut away, cut back. Spike is no longer being strangled, but is having explosives thrown at him. It's... We're doing uh, a
1: lot with, like, camera movement here and, uh, like, framing of the scene that work really well for flashing in and out. Especially since... mm -hmm. It's only supposed to give you a taste that Spike's getting his ass kicked because really what you need to care about is that Ed has successfully hacked this file and gotten details or a video on the Mad Poirot. I love
0: this, like, the the little characters that show up when Ed is, like, hacking into a place show up as big red moving things as he... As they finally get the password right, and they burst past through the, uh, through the encryption, and then we just get a horrible, like, surreal sequence The music is
1: such a weird choice for this scene, but I really think it cranks the, like, the uneasiness and, like, how fucked it is up to, like, 11. It's Mm. almost carnival, like, almost carnival music. It's- uh, it's very,
0: um, like, I wouldn't say it's carnival music. It's, it's like, it's like, like this thrumming techno, I mean,
1: you it, know, it is, it's like, like, it's got a, it's got like a, like the, like a hi-hat, right? It's like, mm-hmm. there's a lot, uh, it's like really fast paced. It's very fast
0: paced. And like, it is this like. Washed out sequence of uh Perot being experimented on essentially.
1: They're doing a and lot it, with like three like early 3D here that's super effective. Like, the mm-hmm. they do like it's we this opening scene here is that you come down on Poirot, like sprawled out over the floor, but the the room is 3D, he he is in a 3D space. Uh, and that is so jarring it's it like really puts you in the headspace for him to be experimented on in a in a weird way, yeah,
0: uh, we learned that he was experimented on by the i s s p to be an assassin, like they did fucked up human experiments
1: trying to make trying to make the perfect assassin, and, and there is a cat in the back room that is watching mm-hmm. him always. Hmm. And uh, like in, yeah, fixates on that
0: cat quite yeah. a bit.
1: As as he sort of the takeaway from this is that he is a failed experiment, right? They didn't mm-hmm. get what they wanted out of him, and he has associated all of the pain of this, like this experimentation on this cat. Yes. So as also- he as he gets led away, he. Apparently he was a success, but not in the way that they were hoping. Because he does then brutally murder everybody on his way out.
0: Mm-hmm. This the this experimentation on him, like, fucked up his mind quite a bit. Uh, They, he has regressed to a childlike state.
1: Yeah. The, he, again, brutal murders. Like, you just get the bodies as it mm-hmm. shows you him escaping. But, like... It's These bloody. are bloody brutalized bodies. Yeah. Uh um, it is bad, but it's Jet basically says as he like pulls up on the scene, like he does have the mind of a child and nobody is quite as vindictive and violent as a child. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. But, I don't know if that's true. I don't, I don't know, know if that's true, Jack. Vindictive, maybe, but.
0: Yeah. Um Faye is here to try to help Spike out. Um But unfortunately, pyro is able to like quickly knock a whole bunch of building onto her spaceship and like knock her out of the battle very quickly.
1: Yeah, it's I mean, we're getting a lot of fun set pieces here, right? The roller coaster mm-hmm. the giant pig that's falling. Yeah. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of cool things you can do at a at an amusement park. So I get why this was this was put in here. I appreciate it. Faye did her best. Shouldn't, yeah. Shouldn't have eaten that orange. Uh
0: the the giant electric light parade is coming down the avenue. Yeah, with big stomping animatronics, I wonder if that'll come up later. I wonder if that'll come up later. Um Uh, Spike is, like, in- has been knocked into a, like, toy shop, and as he's, like, getting out of it, he knocks a toy cat onto the ground, which Piero LeFou, like, briefly focuses on and just absolutely destroys.
1: Uh, yeah, and this clicks for Spike that he's terrified of cats. Mm Mm-hmm. Or if it doesn't click for him- no, it must, right? Because he uses that to an advantage like a second later. He gets his his gunshot out of his hand, and they're staring each other down as, like, this parade is advancing on them.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: here's,
0: the, here's the thing, though. Spike doesn't use the cat knowledge, because the thing that spooks Pyro at the last moment as this uh, uh, parade is coming forward is
1: Spike's own false eye. And that gives it... Oh, because... Because the cat had... has We have not mentioned this, but the cat had two differently colored eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they did remind him of the cat. It gave him a, a brief pause, which was enough for... Uh, Spike uh, to throw a knife at him. He still gets shot in the shoulder, but he does mm-hmm. make contact with this knife.
0: Yeah, he... He throws the knife. Pierrot threw at him at the beginning of the episode at him. And... It is able to, for whatever reason, get past his shield and Pierrot, having been hit for the first time, possibly since he has been experimented on, is just sent into a fit because he doesn't know how to deal with pain.
1: It's so upsetting this scene
0: it's yeah he throws
1: like a childlike tantrum. he calls for his mother. And he still, ha- he still has this horrible, creepy clown face, but you- he's just, like, terrified.
2: Mm-hmm. He doesn't,
1: under- like, understand that this is the game that he's been playing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just, and, and And then... He gets stepped on by the huge animatronic. It's so fucked up.
0: And then... Goofy kills right, him. Goofy kills him. And then uh, immediately, as after he has been stepped on, and Spike is just sitting in this horrible moment, Jet is Jet calls him and is like, "Here's what you need to know about Piro Lefou," <laughs> and <laughs> and Spike's just like, "I don't need to know." He's like, "I don't save it. I I do not care. This sucked. This was bad. This sucked
1: so much." Uh, and then the button on the episode is is a like a slow pullback of this amusement park. Spike goes. I hate amusement parks. Yeah. What a killer last shot. Yeah. You know what I you know, this <laughs> this is a fucked up episode, sure. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting because Spike. ...is scared in it. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing about Spike is that he is trying to put himself into dangerous situations where he could die. mm mm-hmm. uh, Which he does when he gets the invite to the party. He has no reason to come to this, right? Mm-hmm. He has no reason to come here. Uh, but in the beginning, when he just, like, stumbles on this really dangerous, scary guy... He's, like, freaked out. He's having a miserable time fighting. He's terrified. Yeah. It's only, and he, it's only when he comes back in the second part that he's less scared. But he doesn't... I think the takeaway is that he doesn't want to die anticlimactically.
0: Yeah, because he's he fights for his life in this amusement park. He is not, like, letting up at all. And, like, this is truly a challenge for him to stay alive throughout it.
1: And it's interesting because, you know, it's not like... In the in the other... Like, one of the last episodes we watched, he just sort of, you know, lights a cigarette and puts his feet up on the dash as he's going to burn up on, on re-entry to Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he couldn't be like, can anybody help me? <laughs> like, can anybody give me a toe or something? Mm-hmm. Uh... Like, that was the bang that he wanted to go out with. And this one is either too fucked up or too... Too anticlimactic for Spike, I guess?
0: I don't know if it's anticlimactic. I think he just wants it to be... It it needs to be fully out of his hands that he dies, you know? It can't just be, like... Uh, he needs to throw himself into danger in such a way that... He can't save himself.
1: Okay, but if that was true, then he then he would have been fine with getting shot earlier in the episode, right? But he didn't do that. As soon as he got the distraction for the cat, he went for the barrel to explode.
0: I don't know. I don't know all the way Spike thinks. I think he is a man who thinks he wants to die right is the real I, i agree
1: with you i think he thinks that but he he's wrong yeah or at least he's he's not he is not sure about the context in which he wants to die or like he's thought about it and he's like yes this is the outcome that i want Except that when he's in the moment, he's like, actually, no, no, that sucks. I don't, I don't want to die like this. This is a bad Mm -hmm. thing. He's looking, I think, for the perfect death. Yeah. Which, there is no such thing. So, of course, he's good. Yeah. Anyway, what a horrible fucked up episode to start on. This next episode's way lighter. What a strange pairing. Yeah, what a strange pairing. (laughs) Hey, but you know what? You know what? Lexi, things are looking up for this next episode. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll go go to break and come back, but I can promise you this, listener. There are no French people in this second episode. No French people! Not a one. (laughs) So glad. (laughs) I know. We're safe. Finally safe.
0: I think the best way for us to start this episode is if we both just move our microphones a little
1: to the left okay let me just adjust okay just make the adjustment let get over here okay that's that should yeah. be better right yeah 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 you're looking at you have the you have the sunstone um no i don't
0: have a sunstone i do have a, a Laupan, uh a laopan uh which is the compass used in feng shui to okay. uh, to to
1: read the energies? Of well, I hope place. I hope our magnetic energy really channels throughout uh, to the listener here. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's only appropriate.
0: Um, and I think I I do think that it is very interesting that uh, this is uh, an episode about feng shui.
1: It is interesting. I thought. Uh, it's it's a weird one. This is also noir one, but like mm-hmm. a more fun noir.
0: It is it is just so blatantly noir, yeah. Because the entire time Jet is doing noir,
1: like he's doing the narration. Narration. He's he, doing the narration. <laughs> he's doing the private dick narration at the top of every at <laughs> the ev- of every noir movie. Uh, it's very good. It's, I honestly, I'm starts, so glad that he's doing it It even starts with the letter being dropped in the the metaphorical mailbox, right mm-hmm. like it comes in through the mail slot. he gets an email that prompts the whole thing. It's so good. you're like, okay, I see. Uh, uh, and he's
0: and of course he has to start with how the weather was uh in the city when he got that it's email pretty good. It's pretty
1: good. <laughs> Just classic shit. Classic shit all the way down. And we get the return of Pipu Cola. Pippu moment. Pippu moment. Classic study in Sakuga moment where where we just appreciate Pipu Cola. We love to see a pippoo Which you know what's extra fucked up in this what? in this exact frame? I can give you the keyframe if you want to look it up in the episode, Lexi, but there is a barge that's going away from the camera that says Pippu Cola. And to the left,
2: there is a <laughs> the sign left. that says
1: Coke. It just says Coke. It says Coke with the swoosh and everything. So, like, who who is this for? <laughs> See, here's
0: the thing. It might just be that they were able to actually strike a deal with, with Coke, but the animators were actually fans of Pepsi, of and they're Pepsi. like, okay okay so we do have to put an ad for coke in
1: i really don't i am so interested because i know coca-cola is like an international brand i don't know if pepsi is in the same way i think pepsi is there are i've seen like japanese commercials for pepsi have you yeah maybe i don't know maybe pepsi is more popular in japan write in and tell us which is more popular in japan coke or pepsi (laughs) um anyway just a wild thing that i saw this episode uh but anyway we on this podcast love a Pipo moment
0: <laughs>
1: we love a Pipoo moment um jet is on the hunt for an old acquaintance of his powell who sent them the email a very cryptic email
0: mm-hmm. and he wants
1: to ask him what the fuck is going on with this email uh, um unfortunately <laughs> his friend powell is dead dead as hell uh died a couple of days ago when he got sent the email. Mm-hmm. So not a lot to
0: ask him here. Um the they do already have him in the ground and with a tombstone
1: though. Yeah, so it was very a quick turnaround time. Um but from behind the tombstone is a woman who has yes. one of these big compasses, which you've I've already forgotten the actual name of.
0: Uh it is a uh Laupan it is uh, the, it is a a from feng shui uh how you read the energies of uh of the elements uh of the of the earth
1: this this is an important moment but before we get too far i do want to just note that uh this before we get to this um graveyard uh, mm-hmm. Spike in his uh, like his voiceover, his mon- inner monologue says, "Powell was one of the great three greatest feng shui masters on Mars." And oh boy, mm, chef's kiss of a sentence right there. That's yeah, a, that's how. You, how do you know your sh- your show is great? And yeah, to in Holden's estimation and my humble opinion, it's when you can say sentences like Powell, one of the greatest three masters of feng shui on Mars. It's just real good real stuff. Real good stuff.
0: Well, I I love to know that there are... There is not <laughs> one, but three great masters of, great feng, masters shui, of feng shui. Great masters of on Mars. Which we, we see in this episode works.
1: It does. It's real. It's real. It's real, and not only is it real, it can affect the, like, warp tunnels.
0: Mm-hmm. Um...
1: We know this
0: uh immediately because uh Maefa uses uh the Lao to get uh get Jet away from dudes who are now shooting at them because they were at Pau's uh tomb uh
1: gravesite. It is (laughs) Poor Jet is just like I what I just was (laughs) I just was here. Why are people shooting at me? Who are you? Why is this happening? Who are you? What's that? We're going this way? Okay.
2: <gasps>
1: poor, poor dumb idiot. He's just poor doing, Chad. He's doing his best. It's not his uh, fault.
0: They escape to the uh, Bebop and we are introduced with the one gripe about uh, about this episode that it's, I have yeah, that's yeah. going to be a, re, a recurring thing which is uh, Spike and Faye being like Hey, uh, cute girl, are you gonna date her? Is is Jet gonna date her? We'd like it if Jet dates
1: this, uh, this woman who is much too young for him. Okay, well, so, this is set up in the course of the episode. We don't know, okay, when they, when they are talking about her, Mm. they're, like, ribbing him and be like, oh, wow pretty lady like oh you brought a lady friend back to the bebop haha. hmm uh it's only in the explanation as we get through the scene that uh she is his old friend's daughter yeah which means like you know what i'm not going to be a stick in the mud about age differences if you're both adults like i not something i care about but they make a point later this episode to show a picture of of Mm -hmm. jet with her dad and her as a little girl like yes she's like six in that picture and spike's like a full-blown man he's like a man in his his cop hat jet
0: is like fully in his 20s and she's five it's like
2: (gasps) it's
1: like not a (laughs) it's not good like it's you know what? If you're gonna, ha- like, have a, an age difference between partners, fine. Don't literally show me a picture where she's five and he's 20-something. In in my mind, I like that this is uh,
0: good dad moments, Jet. I don't like the moments where the episode is trying to be like, hey, so they would be, like, pretty good as a couple, huh? It's,
1: it's no, no, it's bad. I get, listen, I understand the urge to want... Jet to get back out there and like put him, you know, he's isolated himself ever since that his ex lover broke his heart. I get that. This is not the time. Bad time. This is bad timing. Um, but, uh,
0: Mayfa and Jet, uh, are like, oh, hey, we actually know each other. Uh, I met you when you were just a kid. We, uh, Pow's Mepha's dad, uh, he was after a thing called the Sunstone. Mepha thinks that this is what this is all about, is the Sunstone, and that it is somehow connected to his disappearance.
1: Right. And that is what the the MacGuffin is for this episode. They gotta find the the Sunstone, Mm -hmm. which presumably is what these gangsters are also looking for. Unclear. 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 Um, we do get a, a cool montage of them like looking around trying to f- calculate places to mm-hmm. to look. Uh, and we do get a useful for me, just me uh, scene where they sit in a feng Shui garden, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and what is her name? They say it like only like Mefa Uh She like explains how what feng Shui is and how it works and how it sort of relates to the universe. Uh, and how it's about like magnetic fields, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a good scene, mm-hmm. just because it explains to me what feng shui is because I didn't know. Yeah, and uh, it's just like they have like a good moments in here where they're both eating ice cream. You know. Yeah, and I, the, I it's do like, like the <laughs> too fast because it's hot. You remember the weather? That's it turned out it's to hot. be important. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I I do like that uh there are people like doing uh tai chi in the background and like there are, there's people using the park which is nice yeah uh and uh both moments of uh Jet listening uh, listening to Meifa explain something and then just saying ice cream and she's like what
1: and she looks down and her ice cream is melting, melting and then she it's... does the same thing to him except it's that- <laughs> uh jet does the correct thing and just eats his in like three bites mm-hmm. <laughs> don't try to lick up the mouth just eat just eat it uh again that we get a moment where she's like i never spent time like this with my father and he's like i'm not that old i could, Dude. Be, could be your boyfriend Dude. uh wait uh jet <laughs> jet a you are that old you are Come that on. old not as you, old as her dad was, to be fair.
0: You're, but, you're not as old as her dad was, but he was old enough to have a kid. You were,
1: yeah, conceivably, within five years, like, you're not ten years older than her, you're twenty to twenty-five years older than her. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but he he decides to uh, go the middle route and be like, uh, I'm more like, uh, you know, an older brother. <laughs> yeah, well, and Which
1: sure mm. sure sure well they calculate the spot based on feng shui where the i guess the resonances are right mm-hmm. uh and it it uh has all of the clues visible from the email that jet was sent by her father
0: yes the the top of the mountain is uh is actually a skyscraper the blue dragon is a a subway the
1: Sleeping uh, Tiger is like a building or something, you know?
0: The the Sleeping Tiger is like a a bunch of buildings that are kind of in a curved shape. There's a there's a there's a snake that's actually a bunch of tunnels, and but it
1: looks a lot like a snake. It feels it like does they did that on purpose.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's all of the things, and uh, Mafa looks at the. Uh, looks at the Laopan and is like, well, it seems like we're in the exact right place. So it's nearby. We just gotta look for it a bit. Um.
1: Cut back to z- some goons. You know, I have to admit, I like these goons. These goons are good goons. They have their own bits. We haven't been talking about it, but, but like they get away at the beginning of the episode and they have to call their boss and his buddy's like, so what'd he say? Uh, well, we'll just, we'll just keep looking. He's like, that bad, huh? Like, <laughs> like, like these, these guys are like blue collar as hell. Like they're clocking yeah. right out at the end of the day. Love it for them.
0: Yeah. These, these are definitely some low level goons. Oh yeah.
1: I love a low level goon. And you know,
0: these two like are partners and are like working together all the time. They, they have good chemistry. This is what
1: they do all the time. Um, uh, back on the ground, Jet and... I'm gonna... I have to ask her name again. Say it to me one more time. Mayfa. Mayfa. That's such a bad combination of sounds. Jet and Mayfa find the sunstone. It's just a rock. Just a rock. It just looks like a kind of an ugly rock. It's like a
0: lump of coal. Like, with the name sunstone, you would kind of think it would be, like,
1: a pretty gem. No, it's just a rock. Just a rock. Uh... And, uh, Jet immediately clocks all of these goons that are coming Mm. after him. Uh, he goes into a bar, buys Mm. a bottle of liquor, uh, and, uh, (laughs) does a reverse ambush on these goons.
0: Yeah. It's very funny, because he, it's, he knocks out the older goon very quickly and starts interrogating the younger goon, and every time the younger goon, uh, uh, like is like. I wouldn't tell you. I'm too loyal. Jet like
1: pushes him <laughs> just a little bit. And he's like, okay, okay, fine, okay, fine, right, okay. You could kill me, but I can't tell you anything else. He's like, okay. And he's like, wait, 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 wait.
2: <laughs>
1: I do think he kills this guy though.
0: I do think he kills that guy. I we think hear he kills that burn. guy.
1: <laughs> there's this, He, like, squeezes his neck. There's a cracking sound, and he goes limp. Which means I'm pretty sure he kills that guy. And then two kids come over to check it out. And steal his sunglasses. <gasps>
0: yeah. This
1: is... What the
0: hell? <laughs> Fucking...
1: <sighs>
0: you know, when, uh, when the dog... Uh, bites onto something doesn't let go i I guess guess.
1: i fucking (laughs) guess well the main takeaway here is (laughs) that they work for the syndicate and Mm -hmm. they're supposed to be hunting down her father who didn't die in that crash actually he's still alive
0: yeah he's just alive he's alive but
1: missing but missing so they Um, got the stone and they head back to the bebop there's a really cool sequence where they walk along the the beach here with the setting sun It's so pretty. It's It's also incredibly noir. This is what I'm saying. Both of these episodes. Yeah. Love to see it. You love to see it. This is the vibe of Cowboy Bebop. Mm -hmm. Only only people who have (laughs) read the title of the show think it's about cowboys. Only people who know what Big Shot is think it's about Mm -hmm. cowboys.
0: Yes. The... See... You, you read the title Cowboy Bebop and are like, hmm, I see. It's going to be like Firefly. And no, it's no, not going it's to be Firefly. Like this, yeah.
1: this show rocks so much harder than Firefly. It's wild. Not seen an episode of Firefly, but I do know that these are extremely different. Not the same at all. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they have the Sunstone, and the mm-hmm. vibe of the Sunstone, sort of the the story behind it is that it exor- has absorbed the fluctuations of time and space mm-hmm. and, like, is attuned magnetically to it. So it holds a lot of energy. Yeah, and that is
0: because it's a moon rock from the moon that blew up. Remember how they blew up
1: the moon <laughs> with the space gate? Remember how they blew up the moon? It's a little misleading to call it a sunstone if it is from the moon, but here yeah, we are. But here we are. There's um, a there's a cute moment here where uh <laughs> Faye and Spike are smoking and it's bothering uh Mayfa. So Jet's like, get the fuck out of here. Go outside and smoke, you animals. I do I do like
0: that this to me is a good jet a uh, good dad moment. This is a from good jet. dad
1: thing. This is a dad thing. Mm-hmm. I like it when jet black is a dad. Yes. That's that's good to me, and I don't like it when he's like oh what if i was a boyfriend no 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 thanks no thanks also
0: you. uh also uh spike and faye are having a conversation oh this is
1: later um yeah this is later they're but, very t- on they're not flirting necessarily but they're like hanging out in this episode <laughs> in a way and you're like yeah like, you guys fucking hate each other. Why are you hanging out? Here's the thing. Spike and Faye
0: are just two, like, h- horrible agents of chaos. <laughs> they butt up against each other, but they are also very very much alike.
1: They are very similar. Well, um, they they figure out how they can use the stone to Because uh,
0: it is because Ayn figures it out. Ayn yeah. is the one who, uh, takes the stone from Jet and, like, brings it to Ed, who has been, like, messing with the Lao Paw, and then the Lao Pa starts, like, working, and it is, and then Mepha's like, wait a second, I, I, like, took the magnet out of it, it shouldn't be working like that,
1: um... Uh, so It turns out that it can track the other sunstone that her father has, mm-hmm. and they are a combined pair. So using that, they can track him across time and space, figure out where exactly he's hiding. Also, the amount of times that a problem gets solved in Cowboy Bebop because Ein points it out to someone else is astounding. Yeah, it's almost like he's a super intelligent dog. <laughs> I hope he's not like a dude trapped in a dog's body. I hope he's just like a dog, uh, just just a dog that just knows a stuff. A dog that knows stuff, like how to hang up a telephone. <laughs> um, Ein is so good. You you were skeptical about I did in not the beginning. like Ein. <laughs> I didn't. I'm sorry. And you know you know why I think I didn't like Ein initially. One, I didn't like his episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, I only know. Remember that time where you tried to get me to watch Ruby all the way through? <laughs> yeah. And you weren't, you weren't successful, but we did get far enough where they had that, the Corgi. Mm-hmm. Which I, I get now is a reference to this. Yes. When I say reference, I mean that loosely. They're just copying it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't get that out of my head when I showed up. I was like, fucking another boring, like, dog that is just here <laughs> to, like whatever but no Ein's good actually Ein's good i thought actually. they were gonna be like bringing Ein on missions and i'm like i don't want Ein to come on missions but no Ein just hangs out on the ship
0: yeah Ein hangs out on the ship
1: with ed with ed. <laughs> yeah that's a good that's good I, I enjoy that
2: mm-hmm
1: well um they are in in route to her father mm-hmm and uh Mayfus brings up that she doesn't understand why her father sent the email to Jet and not her. Mm -hmm. It hurt. And especially because her mother left with her, you know, nearly a decade ago. And her father never once tried to reach out and contact her in the entire time that they've been gone. But, you know, she's absorbed all this stuff that he knew. So she would be the person to track him down. Mm-hmm. Briefly. Seems like uh Seems like Pal's kind of a bad dad. Seems like he's not a good dad. But you know who is a good dad? Jet. Jet Black Jet Black. Jet Black is dad shaped. <laughs> um <laughs> Meanwhile,
0: uh Faye and Spike are having a is is uh Jet Black actually
1: boyfriend shaped discussion? <laughs> this is good this is a good conversation i love when Faye and spike hang out
0: yeah it's i like it when they hang out and are just like talking yeah not, not
1: fighting not doing like a back and forth just being like all right so jet you th- okay like this chick is this anything do you think
0: Mm-hmm. and i i like that uh <laughs> i like that uh, in response to all of the misogyny that uh, Jet and Spike have done towards Faye over the series, uh, Faye just does some misandry right, just <laughs> right sprinkles to Spike. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> just sprinkles it just right back in, just as like a little mm-hmm. taster.
0: Yeah. Man, what do they even fucking know? They can't see <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I don't know anything i'm right here yeah i know yeah exactly yeah you should hear this uh, are you listening are you listening this is about you um jet meanwhile finally spills the bean about beans about her father uh he mm-hmm. was a person who worked with the syndicate that's why the syndicate's after him because he's yeah. pretty high up is he a scientist? Uh, not a. I don't. He was
0: just like a consultant for them. I think he was doing feng shui stuff for them. <laughs> a
1: consultant? Yeah, feng shui consultant. I don't know. He was. He was listen, working for them, and it was working.
0: It. It. Listen, feng shui works. So you know, why not have a consultant that can like tell you feng shui?
1: Right. Right. I guess. I don't know why the syndicate would
0: want him dead though. Uh. The reason they want him dead is because he leaked info to Jet Black, who was a cop.
1: Oh, is that why? That's because yeah. that's why they were friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why they want him dead. Fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, they do get, get there. They sort of jump into hyperspace. Mm-hmm. And, Which, uh,
0: yeah, we, we have another uh going outside the Bebop in hyperspace moment. Which is fun. It is very um,
1: fun. I do like I do like they have a dogfight in hyperspace that's extremely fun here too.
0: Yeah. Uh I like I I like all these little like uh drones that are sent out to fight Faye yeah, and fun. Spike.
1: They Faye and Spike are like, I don't want to do this dogfight. This is sort of your show. And he's like, Well, you can this die is... on the ship or you can go out and do dogfighting. <laughs> Faye and Spike say,
0: Oh, do we have to do anything during any <laughs> a
1: jet episode? <laughs> uh, it's not even, I don't even get top billing this episode. What do you mean you can't dogfight? <laughs> mm. uh, There's fine, a lot of flirting going on. Spike Spiegel loves to flirt in a dogfight.
0: He loves to do Dude, that's it. That's <laughs> his
1: favorite thing. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> it's where it's... he feels most confident. Mm hmm. Um. Well, this this sequence is pretty cool. I like that it's in hyper, like in hyperspace. Like they're mm-hmm. like at height. At I don't even know what to call it. Super speed. Mm hmm. Um.
0: Uh, and uh, a, a fun thing that is going on in the background uh, during the like start of this fight and like a bit in the background earlier was ed has just kind of been looking at the readings from the sunstone upside down Mm -hmm. and uh eventually he comes
1: in and is just like hey i figured out a thing (laughs) (laughs) uh if you shoot the sunstone or like charge it with energy Mm -hmm. it'll blow up It'll blow up, and if
0: it blows up in the right spot, it'll open a hole in the time-space thing.
1: Yeah, in the, in the the slipstream, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. using their incredible technology aboard the Bebop, they flush the sunstone <laughs> out the toilet and shoot it into space.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: Where Spike <laughs> shoots it and opens up sort of a wormhole Mm-mm. portal thing.
0: A window into like the subspace dimension, essentially. Uh, and uh, we see uh, Pow's ship, and uh, Pow is able to get off a message to the bebop and like is able to basically talk to Jet uh, and Mayfa for a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's just so he can't get out, there's no more oxygen left on the ship. You know, the, they can't get any closer without blowing up. Mm-hmm. And he's really only sent this message out and brought them here so that he could say goodbye.
0: Yeah. And uh, Mepha is like, hey, I hated you. Like, but I guess I don't anymore.
1: Feels pretty stacked in this moment because he's literally brought them here to say goodbye. So it really feels like... She's got to say, I don't hate you, though, just so you don't have to live with that before you die. The zero G tears here as as the he's like on a screen, right? there. They've got like a comm link up and Mm -hmm. it's like fuzzing in and out. Uh, He doesn't even say anything. He gets he gets like the I don't hate you anymore. And then he blinks out. Yeah. Rough stuff. It's really interesting because we didn't talk about it this much, but her dad was like a guy who was so in touch with Feng Shui that he uh, he thought he could manipulate the universe into doing Mm -hmm. things that he wanted it to do. Yeah. Uh, Which is why he, he even says this to Meifa, right? As she's like, he's like, I did it so you would come here and I manipulated it. She's like, actually, you know what? Fuck off! I came because I wanted to, and he's like, maybe. Uh, it's Jet. Jet. Uh, Jet is like, no,
0: you didn't do this. She did this. She found me. She, your cryptic message sucked ass, and like, she was the one who was able to like. We had to work together to figure this out. It's all her. And he goes, yeah, maybe. Anyway, fucking asshole. I don't like Pow.
1: <laughs> don't like Pow. <gasps> Turn ah, really thought the one of the three masters of feng shui on Mars would be cooler, but he's not. Yeah, no, the yeah the zero gravity tears is this is like a cool touch, but yeah, and then we get the wrap up from from Jet like in the voiceover. It's
0: cool. It's mm-hmm. a cool bit. It's a cool bit. Uh, Mefa goes back to Mars. Uh, puts the laupa on. Uh. On Pao's gravestone. And, you know, she's probably going to be pretty good at uh, feng shui. But uh, Jet's, like, yeah, that was a neat little adventure. That sure was Uh, an
1: episode of Cowboy Bebop, he says. Uh, uh, He does do do the thing that I like in the wrap-up for these, like, Noir Private Eye, like, mm -hmm. voiceovers, which was he takes a lesson from the episode that doesn't really have anything to do with the episode we just watched. Which is he's not going to read his horoscopes anymore. Doesn't want to know about it. Yep. You're like Jet. That uh, was what you took away. That was that was what you learned.
0: He also, I do like the the note of and the cowboy bebop became a smoking zone again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Um. But yeah, those are the episodes. Yeah. It was a strange, kind of was a weird pair of episodes, but I really do think that they. Cowboy Bebop has announced its intentions fully to the world that it was never a show about cowboys. Mm hmm. It was always a show about private detectives.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh, these episodes were pretty good to me. Uh, I really liked the first one. Yeah. The second one was okay.
1: Pu- pu- puero, puero, not puero. No, pero. Pero. Pero La which I believe is French for the Fool.
2: Mm
0: hmm.
1: Really fucked up <laughs> that they called this guy the fool. Yeah. They joker him. Um
0: and then uh Uh it was uh Boogie Woogie
1: Feng Shui. Boogie Woogie Feng Shui was episode excuse me, session twenty one. Mm-hmm. Great episode uh title boogie boogie feng shui I was, yeah but it was all right you know it was, it was like a fine episode
0: had had some fun moments it would have uh, been
1: would have been more fun to me if we hadn't just come off like a really powerful episode like really <laughs> strong in every sense of the of the word mm-hmm. and then this one was just not that one And i was like oh, okay mm-hmm. well yeah all right. well what do we got coming up lexi uh next up
0: we have episode 22, and that's it for next episode. We're just we're just doing that one. Because after that's the movie. After that's the movie, uh, and then we're, we're the really reaching into the end of Cowboy Bebop. We're,
1: we're approaching it, and the whole reason, and we'll talk about this when we sort of finish up the series, right? But the whole reason was that we interrupted our uh, My Hero Academia was because the Netflix show dropped.
0: Mm-hmm. which
1: i have not seen and i haven't seen and you but i seen it i've i've done reading and uh watched reviews
0: and stuff for it right
1: i i think it would be useful to, when we finish up to talk about it in that context maybe we mm-hmm. watch it um just so we know what we're talking about we don't just make stuff up based on what other mm-hmm. people have said but yeah, it's uh I, I would be I'd be interested to talk about it in that context, just because that's something front of mind. And I know a lot of people are actually trying to get a second season out of Cowboy Bebop, so
0: Yeah. We'll
1: see. We'll see. Um until then, Holden, where can people find you? They can find me in twitter.com at not underscore daredevil.
0: You can find me at Hex of Le- Lexi on Twitter. You can also find the uh, podcast Twitter at SakugaPod. If you want to send us any questions, we are always happy to answer them. You can also send questions to studyinsakuga at Uh, gmail.com.
1: Yeah, uh, while we're we're here, we'd like to thank Rainbow Lithium for doing the excellent artwork that I used while creating our uh, uh, podcast cover art. Uh, mm -hmm. We look great. It looks great. Can't recommend her enough. Yeah. Also can't recommend
0: Holden enough. If you like the look of our podcast, the, like, artwork, like, the graphic design of it, you should
1: uh, maybe give Holden a ring. Yeah.
0: He's uh, good
1: at his job. Hit me up. I uh, have been thinking this year about starting some uh, graphic design projects that are just for me. But I wouldn't have to do them just for me if you wanted me to do a job for you.
0: So. hmm Um... Uh, if you liked this episode and liked listening to us talk about Cowboy Bebop and other anime, you should rate us five stars wherever you find the rating button yeah. on your phone We'd or really device. Appreciate it.
1: Also, while you're there, if you want to leave us a comment, it could be about anything, really. It doesn't really matter as long as it's not spam. So I guess mm-hmm. just make it about anime. Actually, even if it is spam, like if if you fill
0: the, the, uh, the comment sheet with lorem ipsum, I don't...
1: Well, it's it it's going in the algorithm. Sure, it's, that's we're feeding, that's numbers. We're feeding the beast. But keep in mind, we could also read them. <laughs> so I'd be happy to read any comments you, you just leave for me if you want to just like leave a little note for Holden. Be like, I don't under I don't understand why why is Holden not the anime Sherlock? <laughs> it's a how come, pretty easy how answer. Come he, how come he gets second billing? <laughs> What's up with you- that? I think they should pay Holden more. I think that's what they should do. Listen, you'll get paid more the second I get paid. All right, well, you know what? That's a trickle-down economy. I don't believe in that.
0: I'm not getting paid either. I'm
1: just saying.
0: (laughs) Anyway, uh, that's it for these episodes. Uh, We have uh, studied the sakuga. We've seen a weird floating man nearly kill our protagonist and we can consider this case closed.
1: <laughs> Just editing my name at the top of H podcast to <laughs> be, and I'm holding the anime Lafoo <laughs>
2: La
1: <laughs> You would call yourself the fool. I'm a fool for this podcast. I make a fool out of myself every time we <laughs> we <laughs> drop an episode.